Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, August 19th. Welcome to episode 93. Man, we embarked on this journey almost a year ago, and it's just been wild, so wild to see what God has done already, even in just a year. Uh, and it, it seems like a long time. And then I look back, I'm like, no, it doesn't really seem like that long at all. And it feels like I've been going like Mach 5 uh, since we started. So um, I can't believe it's already the end of August. That's wild. Uh, but today's going to be a great, great episode, you guys. Um, as you saw in the title, uh, probably on the thumbnail, maybe the reason why you clicked on this in the first place, um, that uh, my guest has a, a pretty, you know, crazy testimony about surviving abortion. God had other plans for his life. Amen. And um, yeah, we were just talking before and uh, my guest is already drunk in the spirit. So it's going to be amazing. It's going to be an awesome show. Um, past couple episodes, man, have just been like so good. I just feel like a, a ramping up in the spirit that, that the things that God is really doing amazing things just um body wide body of Christ wide all the people that are really in step with what God is doing right now on the planet not just in this country but on the planet um God is really really I mean it's just like this acceleration season so I just I love seeing all these different ministries and what God is doing through those ministries we have a lot of those people on to talk about their ministries and what they're doing so uh, I'm just excited man God is doing amazing things and and this isn't a time to to look at uh, gloom and doom and be sad and depressed, but like God has other plans and, 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 um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm really excited. And it's Friday, which is, which is awesome. So today my guest, he's the co-founder of contagious love international. He is a songwriter. He is a poet. He's all that good stuff. He's also a Christian indie rock artist. Let's give it up for my guest today, Monday, Martin. Proto Baggins. Oh, oh, Jeff, are oh, we ready? Oh, oh, Sorry, oh, I was. That oh, you were just reading ecstatic. Just reading this book. It's a wild Man. book called Ecstatic Christianity, and you need to pick it up in Amazon. Oh, I love it. Yes. And oh wait, oh we're not talking about that today. Link is in the description. Also, for everybody who's confused, why I called him Frodo Baggins, it's because you can put a name tag on yourself when you come into Streamyard, the program we use. <laughs> And he put Frodo. So <laughs> I just, I had to confuse the guests. Uh, no so worries. Monday, how are you, man? Man, I'm so good. At, like like we talked about, oh, I feel the I feel the power of God so strong. I'm literally about to fall out of this chair right now. Yeah, dude. I know people are going to get so blessed today. Yeah. You got to strap, strap yourself in. You got to duct tape yourself into that chair. I know. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Monday what what's going on what are we going to talk about today today we're talking about the title of this video how i survived abortion okay can't wait to share it with you guys yeah yeah you want to just go ahead and start with the testimony of that yeah oh yeah let's go for it all right so now i share this candidly and i talk about how my mom back in the 70s had an iud hook in her womb and so this would literally abort fertilized eggs <clears throat> we live in a day and time that people don't think it's a baby until it has a heartbeat 
you know, an embryo's not a human. That's, it's just nonsense. The devil hates mankind because we were made in God's image. He wants to kill us, steal from us, destroy us. So I consider an abortion eliminating an egg after fertilization. That's just, let's just be real about it. God wanted life and he doesn't want us interfering. And, um, you know, most people that have listened to on YouTube that have had encounters where they died, went to heaven and the Lord said, it's not your time. I'm sending you back. God's heart for children is so massive that he shows most of these people that in heaven, he takes care of babies in a nursery that have been aborted. Mm -hmm. Jesus raises them himself. And they're literally waiting for their parents to get saved and reunite with them in heaven. So God is all about family. And so when I was a child, when I was an egg, when I was, <laughs> I mean, come on, the enemy had a plan to stop me. I believe he can see destinies before people are born and he tries to eliminate. And that's why he's fighting so hard against this current generation, because he knows that there's there's going to be a people that will stand for truth in the end. And they'll be willing to die for what they believe. Are, are you listening right now willing to die for Jesus? Are you willing to die for what you love? And um, anyways, uh, he, he, he has plans to kill us. And my mom didn't realize this. I guess there was a lot of night, night, night. I'm trying to say the word. Naivete. Naivete. Naivety. That in that day that they just, she didn't know that this was like killing life. She just thought it's a birth control device. See, I'm a little extreme. I call an IUD hook an abortion device. People can call it what they want, but I'm, yeah. I'm with God. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. And I appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Another important scripture before I share this is Psalms 139.16. Your eyes saw my unformed substance and in your book were all written the days that were appointed for me when as yet there was not one of them. So he had a book literally written about every single one of our lives before we were even born. And when we kill that destiny, it grieves the heart of God. So there was 99% odds against me that I would be born and I, there was literally, when my, when my mom's doctor found out that she was pregnant with me because she began to have morning sickness and went to the doctor, uh, he was blown away because he was like, literally, there's a 1% chance that any egg can pass this hook that's fertilized. And your child did. And he said, my mom said, I must have been a miracle baby. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so here I am, man. Center, baby. Praise Jesus. Yeah, I'm one, a one percenter. Yeah. I, that's a good song. As yeah. Many of you know I'm a, I'm a musician and a songwriter, uh, so that could be a great dude, title of it. a song to come, a, you know, one percenter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm just so thankful to be alive. I really mm -hmm. am. And you see in biblical times the spirit of Baal and uh, Baal worship. One of the things they did to worship Baal was by sacrificing their, their living children to this Horrible. demon god. And it's exactly what's happening today. Satan hates us. And there's this, there's this video on YouTube that went viral. Many of you have probably seen it, but it's this guy that's an evangelist standing outside of an abortion clinic. And he interviews this abortion doctor and says, Sir, you're in sin. 
You need to repent. And all of a sudden, this guy manifests a demon, Jeff. Have you seen this video? I have not, man. I got to find... So if if someone has that, just like put the link in the comments or something. Yeah, you can like Google like, demon-possessed abortion yeah. doctor. And literally, this, this abortion doctor starts speaking like a serpent, and he hisses at him. And he's like hissing. And then he says, I like killing babies. He's like, I... I Killing babies, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And you can hear the evil penetrating out of this man's mouth. Um, and that's that's what the devil wanted to do to me. That same sadistic spirit of murder tried to take me out. And he's trying to take a whole generation out. And quite frankly, I'm taking some big risks even to be talking about pro-life on this platform as an artist because people... People don't want to hear about it, but God wants us to stand up for life in our day and be a voice for those that are unborn. Yeah, that's right. And it's interesting because there are some actors and actresses that are slowly emerging, and some of them aren't even believers. I think there's um, I I think it's on the issue of abortion, but it's um. The actress Jessica Biel, I think, who she used to be or is still married to Justin Timberlake, is like a big advocate against abortion for a multitude of reasons. I think that's, that's awesome. what it is. And I was surprised. I was like, whoa, like that's that's gutsy. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially this day and age. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a lot. I I just I feel like now is the time to start. Now more than ever, I would say, is is a time to start taking stands against this stuff and speaking the, speaking it in love, of course, but speaking the truth because the Satan's doing a, a lot, <laughs> and he yeah, and he yeah. uses people, you know. And I testified about this on social media, and you know, you you need to know we don't war against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. And when I put this testimony about me surviving abortion and talking about how God had chosen Amy Coney Barrett into the Supreme Court, you wouldn't believe some of the comments that oh. the, the murder through people. There was there was even a demon that spoke for, through one girl and said, it, I wish you had been aborted. You know, and it's just, man, it's like this, there's this demon of hatred and, and murder and you find it, and it's it's like you can hardly believe that people speak this way. But I think the earth is groaning right now in travail mm -hmm. for the manifestation of God's sons. And yeah. I, I literally believe it. Like I know this sounds crazy and it's off the subject, but you can Google the hum. You can Google like trumpets in the sky. And all over new YouTube right now, people are hearing these strange sounds that newscasters are getting on live TV and saying we've had dozens of people report to the police that they're hearing this metallic, like grinding sound. Oh, yeah. And it almost sounds eerie and frightening. And you see people react to it. And no one knows what it is. Scientists haven't even discovered what it is. But I talked to my friend Ivan Tuttle, and he was in heaven in the 70s. He died and came back. And he said he heard the Lord tell him that the earth was literally going to groan and people would hear the earth cry out. Mm. And Jesus even said, if these children don't praise me, even the rocks will cry out. Yeah. Jeff, I just got this by the Spirit right now. Maybe yeah. those sounds people are hearing right now is literally the earth is crying out because these children can't praise God because they're being murdered. Mm -hmm. And the earth wants sons. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. I've never seen well, that before until now. Yeah, that's awesome.
And I, um, I love what you said though, about, um, you know, acknowledging that, that girl who comments that I wish you would have been aborted. You recognize number one, that our spirit, our, our, our battle is not against flesh and blood. So you separate, you recognize the true, the true thing speaking through her, that it was demonic. Yeah, it was exactly through her, not right. her. And I think for so long, we've looked at the people and been like, Oh, look at these, look at these crazy unicorns and look at these amorphous blobs of people. And, and, Oh, we need to attack them. We need to, and I'm like, no man, like it, it's, it's demons speaking through these people. Exactly. And that's why Jesus was like, wasn't like burn up all these people. They're evil. He said, forgive them father. They know not what they do. Yeah. So I think that, um, we need to be like Jesus. <laughs> that's right, man. And he said, suffer the little children to come unto me. He yeah. loves children. He really does, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. before we get into these words, I wanted to, um, make note to everybody that we have four different links in the stuff we talked about section. Um, we've got a Ruth Bader Ginsburg word. We've got an Amy Coney Barrett word. We've also got a live, you did a live stream or some of some kind mm -hmm. um, in there as well. We're not going to be playing that video, but please by all means watch that video. And then there's also a Clarence Thomas word as well. So as we're kind of setting up to talk about these, there's links in the description mm -hmm. so you can go through and um, kind of peruse them or read them later, however you Amen. want to And by the way, I was going to say that Jesus said, bless those who curse you. And so every time someone said something negative to me on those comments, I prayed for their salvation and I pray that they'll be with us in heaven. And that's the attitude Jesus wants us to have, yep. whether we're just talking about the left or the liberals, you know, he wants us to love because they're deceived just like we used to be. But um, yeah. yeah. And I just feel, I feel the power of God so strong on this. And I feel like he's like, he wants people to wake up yeah. about this issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, actually, before we get into it, would you mind praying, praying just to kind of get us into the Sure. So Father, right now, thank you for the power of God. Thank you for the love of Jesus. Thank you that you said, Jesus, let those little children come into me. You even said that we can enter the kingdom if we become like one of these. And there's such an innocence on children, Lord. They were created in your image. And I'm so thankful that today I get to be a voice for those that are not protected. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that we just saw an overturning of Roe v. Wade. Things that were prophesied are they're coming to pass. I pray that a life movement will come upon those that are watching, that you'll get passionate to speak for the unborn, and you'll also there'll also be coinciding with it an adoption movement. We we say, Jesus, have your way and pour out your spirit on all those that are watching today in Jesus' name. Oh, I feel the glory. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay, so in September, September eleventh, actually, of twenty twenty, uh -huh. you got a word about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Yes. My wife and I were praying. Uh, we'd been praying quite a, quite a bit during the season. I was going out on the streets every day for over a year. And then it, it uh, segued into doing a tent revival that exploded. Uh, but when we prayed, God would certain highlight certain things. And um, it was about Ruth Bader Ginsburg right before she went, right before she left this world. Um, a week before that, I was alerted in the spirit to pray for her. Now, Amos 3.7, for those that have maybe a difficult time about prophecy and is it relevant today, um, Amos 3.7 says, Indeed, the sovereign Lord, 
never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. So God is bound to not even move or do anything unless he reveals it to his prophets. We know that through Jesus, John 16, 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Come on. There may be people right now and maybe you've gotten into fortune telling a new age and you're hungry and you're seeking. Oh, that's a counterfeit. They are jealous. Those demons are jealous because they want the glory, but they're not going to have it because God's not going to share his glory. The Holy Spirit is the ace up God's sleeve and he wants to tell you about the future. Come on. Mm, right. That's right. <laughs> so Come on. I was praying and I was praying for the Supreme Court that night. And I began to say, I, I began to say, Lord, sh- uh, it was something to the effect. I remember I was on my knees and I began to, to name Ruth Gator Ginsburg name to the Lord. And I said to my wife that night, what if Ruth got saved and could champion life before she leaves this world? Mm. And I had no clue that she was like in illness. I don't think anyone did. It wasn't really. Yeah, it was, I think she was pretty. It was wrapped. a shock. Yeah, And when I said that, the presence of God came into the room so strong that I like, like I always say, I could literally stand up. Um and that's also scriptural. It says when the when the glory showed up in the temple, the trumpeters, the people praising could not stand because the glory of God entered the house. Usually when the glory enters after you say something, the Holy Spirit is emphasizing something about the future that's about to take place. So I looked at my wife. I said, Jen, there's an emergency. There's a 911. God wants us to pray for Ginsburg. I believe the Holy Spirit wanted to save her. Uh, I believe he he loves people, and there's Christians that bellyache right now when I say that. You you say, how could God have mercy on someone that did that 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 ruled from the Supreme Court so much death to children and just so left and so? But that's God. It's really, um, God's grace. You know, it, it, there's there's one side that's severe, and it's like if you know the truth and you keep sinning you're in danger of hell. But there's also this side of God for people that don't know better, that don't know their left hand from the right. And it's like scandalous. He will save the thief next to Jesus dying on the cross. And we don't know what all that guy did, you know? Really? Like, like, we don't know what all that that guy did, that thief on the cross did. We just know he was a thief, right? But he he was granted paradise. Right. So that's that's God's heart. He wants us to pray for the lost, and he wants to bring in the abortion doctors. He wants to bring in the Bill Mars and the left. And, man, just think about all the people that he loves right now that have no idea how deceived they are. So I, I prayed, and I released this word. The Lord visited my wife and I, praying in our den, and began to alert me with emergency to pray for Ruth Ginsburg. For those that had not heard this word, you can obviously click on it, but um, I just wrote this last night. What I had this thought, what if Ginsburg had an encounter with the Lord Jesus? What if she repents for her long pro-life stance? We don't know what happened, Jeff. Maybe she could at the very last moment. Man, we just Um, don't know, man. Like, that's... 
I know. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. But you said I put that alert out a week before, like, or no, it was a week before she died, but was it 9-11? Well, it says on here, September 9-11. Wow. It sure was. So God was releasing a 9-11 alert for Ginsburg. Yeah. That's amazing. And I put, he is far more merciful than many people in the church. Um, he wants every Christian on earth not to be judgmental, for he desires mercy for the last, um, for, for our enemies, even for those we disagree with. The Lord Jesus Christ wants them in his kingdom. And we, we cried out to the Lord, spare this woman's soul. And no, no one could believe it because literally a week later, she died. And we were being alerted by the Spirit of God to pray for her, Jeff. And that should show you guys how, how just loving and merciful the Father is. He doesn't want one person to go to hell forever. And um, so that was, that was very powerful. And little did we know God was uh, claiming a vacant seat for another to take that place. And it was also a prophecy that I had about Amy Coney Barrett. So if you're ready for that, you can ask questions or I can just Yeah, we'll just kind of and... I, I just kind of keep keep going, man. All right. We'll, yeah. In lieu of time, I'll keep going. And guys, yeah. this is exciting. Come on. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, the... I, I do want to say that this your heart for Amy Coney or not, I'm sorry, for uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is is very much been my heart and it's increasing, I would say. Uh, for anybody who's in any kind of the arts and entertainment industry, when I see somebody who's who's uh, like Scarlett Johansson, you know, she plays Black Widow on, in the Avengers, mm. very, very, very outspoken, uh, pro-abortion, has like uh, an organization she runs um, that helps women get abortions and all that kind of stuff. Um, wow. Reading about th- that, you know, I just have such a heart for people in that industry. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I can't pray for these people enough where I'm just like, God, I just, I, I see, I see how much you love them. And the more I pray for those people, instead of being like, Oh, there goes so-and-so again, yeah, there goes, right. there goes AOC again or whatever. Um, praying for them and just being like, God, you love this person. Amen. You adore this person and you want them to have life and life abundantly. Amen. Um, and so, yeah, like let that be an encouragement to everyone else. If there's a specific mountain you feel called to, it doesn't even have to be a mountain you're called to, where you see somebody start speaking life for the over those people. It's like we don't know what God, we don't know what kind of dreams they're gonna have, and like right. what times they're like encounters. God can have. come on, He can get these people. Yeah, absolutely. So all the other members uh, on the Supreme Court that aren't uh, aren't on the right side of a lot of these issues. Um, God can grab a hold of those people. Absolutely. So, yeah, you yes. just think about Paul killing Christians <laughs> and then gets knocked off his. Think about that, man. Yeah. Acts, he sees the light and Jesus himself shows him the revelation of Jesus yeah. Christ while he's in the desert of Arabia. He was oh, yeah. not mentored by any man. Um, so the Lord is, you know, it's, it's interesting too when I talk about that because Jesus had such a hard time with the Pharisees when he was here. And yet he chose a Pharisee to write half of the New Testament. I think that's kind of cool. Yep. So that's right. off the subject. But yeah. anyways, um, I had been 
carrying a word about Amy Coney Barrett um, in my heart for a long time. And it was actually when Kavanaugh was chosen, I heard the Lord tell me that Amy Coney Barrett was going to be chosen. So when I prophesied it, I almost thought I missed it, Jeff, at that time. I was like, but I was like two years too early, but that's the way the Lord is sometimes. Um, Because he was speaking destiny over her. And, um, and he can speak to all of you that I, I really, uh, I really want people to know that the Holy Spirit wants to develop a relationship with you. And he wants to speak to you about current events, but, you know, future events. Um, and we, we, we can use our platforms to preach Jesus. And if, if we won't use our platform to talk about current events, but preach Jesus to people, preach the blood of Jesus, the cross of Jesus, People will listen to you when they see your words coming to pass. They'll say, wow, God must be in them of a truth. But prophecy about Amy, um, a prophecy was given to me about her. And I posted it September 19th of 2020, exactly a week before she was chosen to take Ginsburg's seat. Uh, But no one knew she would be chosen because she was like on this roster list of big big names and a lot of people. So when Trump chose her, I thought I'd missed it. Um, When Trump chose Kavanaugh, like I said, I thought I missed it, but I was, um, I was asking the Holy Spirit again, Lord, you showed me Amy was going to be seated in the Supreme Court. I said, is she the one? And the Holy Spirit said, yes, she's the one. He gave me his yes. And when God gives you a yes, you can stand on it, bank yeah. on it, believe it. And um, even if it looks delayed from yeah. where we're standing, because and even God if, gave that word. Yeah. Yeah. And this, is, this is important because this is where a lot of people look at prophecy and they may cash it. They may put a date on it. Okay. So right. you, God, God says, Amy Coney Barrett, you release that. Okay. So you say that to like 300 people. And those 300 people go, it's going to be right now. Yeah. And then it doesn't come to pass. And then they start screaming at the top of their lungs, false prophet, false prophecy. You're the one, not right. you, Mar- uh, Monday, but the, the, the people that take it and put a date on it, they're the ones that put a date on it. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes we just get these little glimpses of yeah. the future, which is Amen. actually really exciting. And there's God wants God is speaking to all of us and he wants more people to engage in this. And so I think that it's, it's, and man, I, I know because I used to be the guy, I I used to be the guy that, that made fun of prophets. Mm -hmm. I used to be that guy, you guys. Mm -hmm. And now look where, (laughs) you know, like it's crazy. (laughs) You know, it's just like, it goes to show like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, like, like if, like if, if you're sitting here and you're like, ridiculing people like especially when the bible says desire all gifts especially the gift of prophecy that for me was like that was the hinge and that that changed everything for me when i saw that verse i'd never i had read it but i'd never read it if that makes sense i'd never noticed it and Mm. all of a sudden i saw it and that changed everything for me so i i just wanted to take a little sidestep there and say like this is where a lot of people get hung up on prophecy and go oh prophecy doesn't know no, no way. Yeah. Those weirdos, you know, um, is we put a time frame on it. And I get it. Yeah, your hope can get deferred. Maybe you put all your chips in and you you're really hoping for this outcome. You you're like, I'm 
I'm going to look like a fool and I'm going to stand on this thing and it didn't pan out the way you thought it was going to. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I love your transparency, dude. Like you're like, yeah. I used to hate yeah, I used <laughs> all to these prophecies. Yeah. God loves your transparency, Jeff. Let's just stop right there and say, that's what we need in pulpits yeah. in America today. Yeah. But um, you're right. And uh, so when, when the Holy Spirit said Amy is going to be chosen, I, I told everybody a week before it happened, and that's because Jesus is great. It's not because I'm great. And that, that thing needs to die in people. Even right now, there's way too much pride in prophets and, and apostles and putting titles before your name. And my God, please, people, can we just give God the glory? <laughs> Amen. Because He wants it. But the Holy Spirit gave me this poem, which I'm about to read you guys. He gave me this poem a week before Trump chose her and began to speak secrets to me about the fact that even she was a mother and about the fact that she had adopted people. And it was like, you know, I, I had forgotten about that, but I had to Google and rem remind myself that literally she's adopted people, dude. <laughs> she's, a, she's adopted kids. So when I had this uh, poem, and I'm so thankful I get to read it under this cloud of glory that's oh, in my room right on. now. Yeah. The, the Lord said, she is heaven's choice. Now, guys, whether you like Amy or not, whether her ruling made you angry or not, I just want you to know heaven chose her. She will bring the lullaby to the highest seat. Her bow is bent and her quiver is full. That's, that's powerful. You know what a quiver talks about in, in the Bible. It talks about children being a quiver. Her pen is swift. Her stroke is secure. She speaks as a, as a sheep with strength like a lion. She is heaven's choice. There is no denying. The sun of yesteryear oddly set in the east, but it rises with hope and love for the least. A reversal of time, a reversal of mind. The Pied Piper tires and retires his chime. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. The saints have chosen her and their hearts they adore. Babies ride on chariots, listen to this, in all of the clouds as their blood resounds in tectonics with sound. So I believe the Lord was saying some of these earthquakes are judgment because of killing the unborn. The earth is groaning for the manifestation of sons yeah my god and they say give us amy they all seem to say or give us lagoa she could pave the way lagoa was also going to be a candidate possibly chosen for the seat in the supreme court a decision on earth no no doubt will be made to seat on oh to seat an esther in the court's new sway give us a mom on earth they all sing give us a warrior who rules righteously give us the woman whose name is amy give us a mom whose name is amy that will bow and will bend to the king without end and the dying and trying of saints war shall now lend to adopting and welcoming unwanted guests. Each child that perished shall give yield to the best. For every life that died, seven more will survive, and by the Spirit of God will now prophesy. The saints' cry for life has finally been heard. There will be a future with a discouraging word, and shame on our past for allowing their end, 
and repentance and victory will soon extend. As abortion will one day be stricken down, she will unseat it and beat it with her royal Esther crown. Welcome, Esther. You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And you can't make this stuff up, man. Like God gave me this poem a week before she was even chosen. You cannot make this up. Yeah. And he did it so beautifully through a poem. Mm. And the Lord is so artistic. He's so poetic. He sings songs of deliverance over us. And he he literally was speaking life over this nation. And not only did her pen help strike down Roe v. Wade, but I believe we still yet have yet to see a future where more abortion rulings are going to come forth. And my hope is, is that one day every state that it will be banned from every state, that it'll be illegal to perform an abortion in any state in America. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. That's my prayer, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, that's, yeah, it's crazy when, when she got, when she got announced, uh, as, as Trump's pick. Yeah. Um, I, I turned to my wife and I said, I was like, she's going to be instrumental in bringing down Roe v. Wade. You're right. And, and she, she was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> you know, and so it's yeah. like, it's just like such a cool, a cool thing to see. Oh man, I just love prophecy. It's so cool. I do, I do too. It's, it's so it's cool. Just, it's massive. It's yeah. beautiful. It's, and again, it's like, you know, God sees the future because he's outside of our linear Greco calendar and our time. Um, yeah. He's the eternal one. He's the ancient of days. And he's the, he's, I am, he stands outside of the past, the present and the future. He's the eternal and he knows who's going to choose him. He knows who's not going to choose him. Mm -hmm. And, um, but he still gives everyone a chance, even though he knows, I mean, Oh, the infinite wisdom of God. We can't fathom it. Yeah. So, And, and I just, that, that whole concept too, just, I, I love to just sit and think about sometimes. Oh no. And I end up turning my brain just ends up turning to soup after a little while because it's like I can't yeah. I can't comprehend. I love thinking about how God always was because yeah. in our world, it's been ingrained in us that there is a there's a beginning and an end to to everything. It's something mm-hmm. it has to produce from something. And even the laws of our even the laws of our universe, something has to come from something. But God has always been and that is just like my mind just can't even i get so excited about like that how massive god is and then just to think that like he's guys i really want to hit this home like god speaks to us you know what i loved in the movie interstellar yes he said love is quantifiable yeah it's and you you think about it space and time it transcends space and time and i was like man these guys they're writing about things you could find in the Bible and they don't even know it. But my mom is in heaven now. She died and a, a, a sold out Christian, three years sober, out of great addictions, out of alcoholism. And she spent the last three years of her life championing our family and loving me and just being the greatest woman I've ever known. And she's in heaven now. And I just think about that love went from this dimension to that dimension. And we feel love here and she feels love for us there. So love is in both realms right now. Love is in heaven. Love is on earth. And you can't take anything out of this life like cars, 
uh, your big bank accounts, your investments, but you can take love. So invest in love and it's going to pay dividends forever. Oh yeah. Oh man. I love that. I love so that. I have a question. So you get, I mean, you said the Lord gave you this poem is that I've never, um, I guess I've never talked to anybody who got, who God spoke through like a prophetic poem. And that's yeah. really, yeah. And I'm a poet. I've, I've written a book called rhythms of living water and, um, God speaks through poems. He can speak through a song. And just like I said in Zephaniah, it says that the Lord sings songs over us. Um, and the reason we get songs is God created us. We're made in His image. And He was singing songs before we were ever born. And so uh, a lot of times, um, I believe I believe that right now God is releasing troubadours in, into the world. Like you said, into the arts and entertainment. And I believe, I've been telling people, you need to write a song. You need to write a poem. Go. You need to do a movie. Uh, because the Lord is going to use drama, arts, just like the troubadours did in the 13th century out of northern Italy, southern France. They brought forth the word of the Lord. or not, I said word of the Lord, but the word of the king through drama, through arts, through poetry, mm-hmm. through song. And... Uh, we are in a revival right now, whether you guys know it or not. It's not being broadcasted on Fox News or CNN, but no. there is a deliverance anointing that's been poured out on America. Demons are coming out of people everywhere, and it's little fires all over the place. But what happened, um, did, did you guys probably know the Renaissance started because of revival. So... God wants to bring forth paintings. He wants to bring forth prophecies mm-hmm. through poem, through song. And yes, his presence was in the room when I wrote this mm-hmm. poem so thick that I knew without a shadow of a doubt, every word that he's given me right now is from heaven. Yeah. It was yeah. wild, man. Yeah. That's actually that war, uh, what you just said about the Renaissance uh, being birthed at a revival. Yeah. In the midst of 2020, when everything was really bad, um, I, Lauren is kind of my my uh, unofficial scribe, as it were. I mean, she doesn't write down the things I say, but all all the times if I'm talking to her, because I'm a verbal processor, man. Like I yeah. just I just talk, uh, and um, that's why Steve funneled me into this. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, I I said I was like, all of this is leading to the American Renaissance. America's Woo! never had a Renaissance. Yeah, you feel that? Come on, yeah. I do, brother. Yeah, God, God prophesy God is, it. God is leading us. We're marking it, guys. August nineteenth of twenty twenty two, at two forty six p.m. Pacific time. God, all of this, all the pain, all of the struggle, all of this unearthing, it's to lead us to the American Renaissance. And that's where God is stoking the fire in the hearts of men right now to jump into these different avenues of people being uprooted and moved on the opposite side of the country to other countries right now and, and opening doors to different avenues in the arts and entertainment industry and the political arena, all these things. And it's, it's to usher in the American Renaissance, man. Like I, Come on. We've never had one. We had a revolution. And everyone's saying revolution. Woo! Oh, there's going to be another revolution. I'm like, no, there isn't. Unless it's a revolution of God's spirit 
Dude, that's come the on. only reason. That's the only way that's going to happen. That's the only way we're going to use the word revolution. But re, re, God is ushering in a renaissance, man. Come so, on. And that's why as an artist, I put music out there, you know, and I went from being a full-time evangelist to being a full-time musician because I was obedient to the Lord, dude. And Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. I want you to know ministry's changing for a lot of things right now. And um, But if you are in ministry, look, make it about the people. Like, that's one thing mm-hmm. Jesus has been correcting before this American Renaissance comes. He wants to get our eyes off our platforms. Get your eyes off yourself and realize ministry is not about you. It's about others. Guys, my greatest hope as a minister is that you would write a song, is that you would preach the gospel, that you would get what Paul teaches the church, that you would get the words of Jesus, that you would obey them, and that you would be empowered. And that's what God wants to do right now. He wants to empower you, the everyday believer. I'm so, I think God is so tired and so done with the pride in the pulpit. And he wants it to stop being focused on man, stop the idolatry of man, and realize that when we are placed on a platform, it is to, it is to make disciples. It is mm-hmm. to encourage and, and train believers to go out into their spheres, into their metrons, and make a difference for, for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Amen! Yeah. On man, I just had to say that. I just had to say that. I just oh yeah, say that. This is good. This is real good. Full of glory. Um, so, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Me. Well, I was just gonna say like this. These words were coming to me just through that through that whole season, and God gave me a dream about Clarence Thomas in the same season. So November twelfth, um, uh, twenty twenty, I had a dream. And I want to tell you, like, for those that may still wrestle with, well, if I want a word from the Lord, I'll just go read my Bible. And I agree. I think a lot of people actually do need to do that. You need to go read your Bible because <laughs> people have terrible theology right now. Yeah. Um, we need to get grounded in the words of Christ again. But we also need to realize God still does speak through dreams. So Numbers twelve six says, and he said, hear my words. Is there a prophet among you? I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. So there is biblical proof that God gives dreams. And you need to know that, believer. You need to be asking God to give you dreams. Because, listen, you could be creative and you could write the next poem and a prophecy about things that are going to come. You could write the next song as a prophecy about what God's releasing the earth. You just may be carrying some of the most important keys for this generation. And we need you. We need you to hear from God. We need you to get a dream from God. But I will say that I had a dream about Clarence Thomas. And I will just, I'll just kind of read the dream as it was given to me. I was in a large, beautiful room that felt like a party. I was given access to spend time in fellowship with the justices of the Supreme Court. In this dream, as my eyes looked around the room, my gaze became fixed on Justice Justice Clarence Thomas. The Spirit of the Lord kept bringing him before my eyes, and I couldn't understand why. In real life, I love this man. I'm so happy he is second of only the two 
black, the only two black uh, justices who've served the Supreme Court. I love that he boldly believes men are created in God's image. Did you know Clarence, Clarence Thomas believes that? And he has been a powerful voice in our country. Just then, in the dream, a man that was in deep support of him and held him in high regard approached me, and I began to bring Clarence Thomas up in discussion. Just then, the man said, Clarence Thomas is dignified. So this guy spoke it like in all caps in my dream. He said, Clarence Thomas is dignified. That man is dignified. And then a spirit, the spirit of revelation came, Jeff, and I realized after contemplating the dream that the Lord sees Clarence as a man of dignity. And could it be that, and I wrote this, I, I released this word before Roe v. Wade was overturned. I said, could it be that this man has been raised up by God to end Roe v. Wade and bring dignity to the unborn? Could it be that he's been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this in such a dark time where light will break forth and expose? I ask you, could it be? For the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life. What is abortion? It's death. Yeah. But what does Jesus bring? Abundant life. Oh, yes. I think the spotlight is on him. So literally, I released this word too. Um, not just the one that God gave me for Amy, but that God wanted to honor Clarence Thomas because he's been waiting decades in that seat for this law to be overturned. Mm. And God wanted to honor him. I honor you, Clarence Thomas. I don't know if you'll see this, but if you do, we love you. We pray for you. And I want you to know God loves you. He mm. loves you. Thank you for, for the righteous decision you just made for our country. Absolutely. Amen. And for those that, that I don't know if um, Monday, if you said the date, but that was November 12th, 2020. So that was yeah. two weeks, two weeks later after the, the prophetic poem you released. Unreal, uh, about, man. Yeah. Or not two weeks later, two months, two months. Yeah. Later. So, I mean, you know, and, and just as proof, you know, people, people want to see proof. Did these prophecies come out? Are you lying to us, Monday? Are you making this up because you want money? Listen, the links are in the description. If you want to go, you can click on them. You can read the prophecies before they were released so that you can know that the Spirit of the Lord was speaking. Amen. And to be honest, I don't want your money. I really don't want anything from you. I don't want, you know, this or that or lust of the flesh. I really want you. That's what, if, if you were to ask me, why are you in ministry Monday? I would tell you because of Jesus, but because of you. It's for the people. And I think, I think God's coming in, in this season and he's flipping the tables. And behold, you know, my wife writes a book called Awaken the Dark Horse Prophet. And then yeah. her second book, Awaken the Dark Horse Youth. The dark horse is what people say when you say something like no one saw that the dark horse candidate was going to win it literally means no one saw it coming and that's how jesus is flipping the tables right now Mm -hmm. he's taking the spotlight off the famous 
and he's going to put the spotlight on the humble. He's going to put the spotlight on those that never even thought that they could do anything for God. They never mm -hmm. thought they could prophesy. They never thought that they could get words about Roe v. Wade being overturned or justices that would be put in the court. Um, but God's going to do it with you, believer. He's going to mm -hmm. raise you up, and you better get ready because the devil's going to try to fight against you with all he has. But mm -hmm. stand firm, and having done all, stand and put the armor of God on every day, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, come on, the shoes of the gospel of peace, the sword of the Spirit, the shield of faith, and know that Every devil in hell is about to have the biggest headache because you're rising up and you're going to choose to obey your call. Yeah. Mm. Come on. Take that, Holy devil. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, dude. Woo. Yeah. And I love, I mean, honestly, man, like Clarence Thomas, he's, he's, he's the bomb.com, dude. Yeah, like, he is. He's that guy. Yeah. He just, I, especially even just like what, what he went through to even get to this point, you know, like even his getting sworn in that process was a nightmare. Yeah. And, um, and he's been very, he's kind of recently started talking about it again, the past yeah. couple of years. Um, but to get to this moment, you know, I mean, if there's not a movie made about his life, I'm gonna be so sad yeah. because dude, he, he was fought by our current president. <laughs> our current president fought him hard so yeah. that he would not be seated and he he slurred the man and almost like vilified him and his reputation yep. and so i love our current president i pray he gets saved but you know it is what it is and god oh, yeah. chose clarence thomas god chose this man yep. to do what he's doing yeah yep amazing yeah okay so and then you have a, a the uh, you did a live stream around the same time so i don't mm -hmm. have a time stamp for that one i don't think yeah and it's just more it's just more proof i got on a video um before amy was chosen so you can look at the date trump chose her and then you can look at the video and you can see i did a facebook live um and i i, I released that poem publicly so that everyone could have a reference before it happened and so it's a reference now after it happened. Awesome. And um, that's important. You know, if you've get yeah. if you're given prophecies from the Lord, just be sure to um, have a, a post date and be sure to predate. Mm -hmm. And people love to see that stuff. Yeah. Amen. I would yeah. I would even say that the healing ministers try to get x-rays um, from the doctor so that we can verify miracles. And we've seen that, Jeff. Like I've had numerous times where God um he healed a man of a macular hole in his eye and his eye opened up and literally he went and gave us the x-ray. His doctor showed that the, the hole miraculously closed. And um, we've had, you know, different x-rays of things that have happened before and after. And um, that's all, that's also great. You know, mm -hmm. it defies yeah. statistics. It defies science. Yeah. I love yeah. And a that. Guy, he, he, his heart got healed through a live stream. Really? Um, and he had a, a diagnosis of his heart not being good. And now he's had numerous doctors tell him, you have a heart of a younger man. He felt like something click in his heart. <laughs> and then like his, 
<laughs> oh, like his doctors were like, you have a heart of like a, a much younger man. Now. Come so, on. Yeah. So on wow. live stream, you guys, like God is doing, he's doing crazy stuff, man. Like he's He not, does it through Jennifer and, and me too. Like our yeah. live streams, people get healed in the live delivered, stream. Delivered, all kinds of stuff. You know? Yeah. Jennifer sees people getting delivered and hacking up demons yeah. on live streams. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever would have thought. Yeah. Okay. All so things are possible. Yeah. So speaking of uh, being used by God, God is doing a lot through your uh, through your music right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you were talking about a dark horse, you know, like coming out of coming out of coming out of nowhere, coming out of the stall. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's so fun. Like what people don't know is I grew up in a musical family. And what's so precious to the heart of God for what I'm stepping into right now is he loved it when I was a child. I sang TV commercials. So I don't know if a lot of people know, but in the 1980s, (laughs) I should have put the link in. No, but like those that don't know, I sang Hungry Hungry Hippos. What? Hungry Hungry Hippos. Open up and there it goes. It's a race. It's a chase. Hurry up and feed their face. Who will win? No one knows. Feed the Hungry Hippos. Now's the time. Here's the race. Get the marbles. Race, race, race. And I was like the little kid with the group singing Hungry Hungry Hippos. It was great. (laughs) I just had a cold, so I can't sing right now. And McDonald's and Nintendo, Wheaties, uh, Armor Hot Dogs, and and just just so many more. I sang on a McGruff record. Remember McGruff? Take a bite out of crime. Take so, a bite out of crime. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I met the Kool-Aid man. If you're yeah, watching oh, this. Yeah. yeah, that guy. I, you remember that commercial in the yeah. 80s on Saturday morning cartoons? This big fat Kool-Aid man would walk in and he was like, oh, yeah. Let's do the ball. <laughs> man, you're watching Elijah Fire. Hey, I just want you to know the Kool-Aid man. God wants to save you. He loves you. Yeah. He loves the Jewish people, man. Like yeah. there's so many of them that are being used in arts and entertainment and he wants to sweep them in. But that was part of my inheritance. And the Lord was like, you're stepping in to the inheritance of music and it's your dad's inheritance. It's what you grew up on. It's what their parents grew up on. And the Lord said, it's time for you to change lanes. You're not going to be a preacher preaching in churches solely. I'm going to have you change lanes and prophesy and bring signs and wonders, healings, deliverance, miracles through music, through recordings, through music videos. And I obeyed Jeff. And in that season, God gave me 35 songs. We've recorded four albums. I give you all the glory for that, even as I'm saying that right now. And we've only released one album, but Nashville's biggest rock station's been playing me. They played uh, Silver Lining, which is my favorite song. And they're waiting on new material from me presently. And we're going into the studio and we're about to believe God that... I'm, I'm told, Jeff, that if you get on Nashville's biggest rock station, uh, it's unheard of. And well, I just want to just... Deal. I mean, Nashville's like a huge music city. Exactly. You hit it. And yeah. so I just want to give God glory Amen. that he can take a minister, even like a healing minister, have him change lanes and put him on the biggest like the biggest rock station in Nashville and this is a big deal because like producers and and you know the the, the music industry looks at Nashville like you've got people in LA and New York City that that listen who's on Nashville radio and I'm Come proclaiming on. my testimony of how 
God delivered me from drug addiction on the biggest station in Nashville. Oh That's God. That and and I had to be thrown into a pit. Quite honestly, uh, I felt in the provocation of God. I felt in so many seasons of my life like a Joseph, um, not heard, not seen, not valued, uh, thrown into a pit. But it was, whew, it was in that place, man. I got hit with a fire God as I'm saying this, but it was in that place that God spoke to me and and got all the junk out of me. You know what I mean? And could make me ready and pure, you know, by his righteousness to be able to step into that calling when it was Mm. time to come. So, yeah, well, this is, there's a lot of, I'm sure there are a lot of artists um, and that what God has done in you, he wants to do in others as well. It's a let us be, you know, I, I think that you're the, you know, that's kind of the, the the privilege we have of being a forerunner um yeah. you know um, yeah is is encouraging other people to hold on to those things i think one of the things i was thinking about though while you were talking is that i think it's really important to look at because you said that god had you you know you definitely went through seasons where you felt like joseph you know you were yeah. quiet seasons Seasons oh, where yeah. things didn't look like they were going, God would give you a promise, and then your whole world takes a uh, like a hundred and eighty degree turn in the opposite direction of where you think you should be going in order to to see that promise fulfilled. And I just think that yeah, um, to not force to not force those things to happen, mm-hmm. and and to be patient and to allow that man character is so important, you know. Yeah, because man, there's things that God. There are things that God legit took away from me when I was younger mm-hmm. because I, my heart was not in the right place. Um, I was, I was, I was in a place where I felt like I had something to prove to people, and as a result, nothing was about, nothing was about the Lord. That's I said good. it was, but nothing was. And That's good. God removed things so that because He's like He needed me here. And whatever's right. next after this and whatever's next after that. And so he's like, whatever we need to do to get Jeff to realize the truth about himself and the truth about his role in bringing me glory. Um, yeah. I think that that's a really important thing because uh, there, you know, we talked about this kind of a, been a theme, I guess, this week. Because we talked about this on, on Wednesday's show, too, about promises, <clears throat> promises that that we haven't seen fulfilled and, and that we're exactly where we need to be. If you're, if you're pursuing the Lord, you're, you're, and I'm talking about legit pursuing the Lord, press into him. Like that's exactly, that's exactly where you need to be. Like that's the sweet spot. So yeah. That's so good. (laughs) And if you do, God's never going to fail you. I can promise you that. And I know we're not supposed to promise. The Bible says, let your yes be yes. But I'll, I'll just say, I'll give you the yes of God. Um, he's never going to let you, let you down. Just follow his voice. Be his sheep. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Follow what the Lord shows you, what he tells you. And you're going you're gonna to make the devil so angry. I mean... I believe he probably screams every day I wake up now. He's like, oh, great, Monday's awake again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the way he wants 
that's the way I believe that he's going to be with everybody that's a yep. believer that, that gets hold of Jesus' words and becomes that good soil type that hears his words and bears forth that fruit, that 30, some 60, some 100 fold, you know, yeah. and it's, it's a staunch warning too. I mean, even ministers are going to be bad soil and God's cleaning up the house right now. I've never seen what I'm seeing right now happen on such a large scale, but God is he's cleaning up his house judgment is beginning at the house of god that's in scripture mm -hmm. and he wants to get things in place so that when the big move of god is here we'll have leaders that aren't going to take the glory we'll have leaders that aren't going to be greedy and hoard all the wealth up for themselves we'll have leaders that aren't going to fall into sexual sin We'll have leaders that don't abuse people behind closed doors and control and manipulate and witchcraft. And man, I've seen it all. I've been in every green room you can imagine. And I've seen, I've, my heart has been so hurt and been so grieved by some of the things I've seen. And, um, but the Lord talks about it. He says, you know, that's a whole different subject, but he's cleaning up house. And that's good news because mm -hmm. we're going to have a people that can walk pure and that can, that can tell Potiphar's wife no, that can tell Delilah no, that can tell Jezebel no, and not be Ahab's in the pulpit. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not gonna. That sounded kind of cool. Maybe yeah. I should do that. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. Yeah, that's great. But man, it's so true though. Like, just be genuine, be real. Let the Holy Spirit purge you and let him, be, let, let him use you. And let him ignite you with a heart for the unborn. I know like we've gone through so many subjects today, but like God loves children. And, and if you want to give the devil the worst headache he's ever had, bless a child today. Um, go buy, go buy some candy for a kid that can't pay you back. Go bless him with some money this week. Go find a single mom and, and go bless a child this week because Satan hates kids with him. It's the opposite. He wants to kill. He wants to steal. He wants to destroy. And, and humans are really the most valuable living being on earth right now. And, you know, you see such a dichotomy because like the Eagle, the Eagle Protection Act of 1940, it says deliberately destroying an Eagle egg is punishable by maximum $5,000 fine or you can end up in prison for a year. But now you have states where it's still legal to perform abortions. So... Yeah. I can't touch an eagle egg, but I, but if I touch a human, it's okay. Like, hello. Mm. And even in Florida, destroying sea turtle eggs could not, could, could net you prison, um, prison time and, and up to a hundred dollar fine for each egg that you destroy. So how is it that we can kill turtle eggs or eagle eggs and get put in prison, but we think we have we think we're God. No. And that's what the Satanic Bible, one of you, one of, one of the scriptures in the Satanic Bible is, is do have your will, your will be done. No, I'm sorry. My will be done. That's one of the verses in the Satanic Bible. Hmm. And children are an inconvenience now to so many people. Yeah. So abort it. 
you're, you're saying my will be done. And um, anyways, it's yeah. just, it's heartbreaking to see the hypocrisy mm -hmm. that we see in our time. Yeah. Well, and when I worked in, um, I worked at Trader Joe's for quite a few years before doing this and um, a combination of my, some of my former coworkers and also people that would come in to the actual store um just a just this weird discomfort with children i love kids man like <sighs> and the innocence of a child is so special and i think that there's this whole thing where like like i was talking to a coworker of mine and he was like i think it's hilarious when they make kids cuss in in movies mm -hmm. and, and 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 i there's this thing that's happening even with just in the arts and entertainment right now where we can't let kids be kids. Mm -hmm. We can't let them be kids because that, that level of innocence makes us, um, makes us, uh, uncomfortable and so much so that it's like, Oh, well, we need to expedite the process of them losing their innocence. We need to expedite that mm -hmm. process so, so that, so that they, uh, they're more aware. And I'm going to take it upon myself, even though this is not my kid, Mm -hmm. to then go and i'm gonna i'm going i'm gonna be the one that's going to desensitize them i'm going to be the one that's um and uh i started to notice this happening really i would say within the last probably eight years real and then it's just increased in concentration um, yeah and so uh people care you know it's a problem when people um when when people care more about a dog dying in a movie than a kid Oh, I know. Um, and that's kind of where we're we're at, unfortunately, within that. So, and I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to end on a downer note. I'm, I'm saying that God is, God is waking people up to, yeah. to transform and change this. But that's where we're at right now. Um, and so, if you feel a burden on you to write music, you feel a burden on you to write books and and um, uh, to tell stories, um, pursue those things. Come on, pursue man. those things even when your circumstances don't look like those are some of you are actually called to make children's content to make yeah. children's programming and i'm not talking just on a christian level i'm talking about in in the world transforming um and some of you are, have children's books right now and and god really wants to pour into you right now and give you give you a fresh vision for that. And some of you are getting story ideas even right now to, mm -hmm. to write children's books. Um, like, Oh man. Yeah. Feel the glory so strong on that, man. Mm -hmm. And just in this example, um, we've been waiting for our super Jesus animation video of Jesus. Yeah. It's probably going to look <laughs> like a cartoon, like plushy Jesus, but man, I'm going to market this to kids. Jeff, the Lord told me to, focus on the youth and um so far kids are loving it we have this beautiful little girl that we know our friend uh won't say her name has adopted or she's in the process of adopting she's got foster care kids but one of the kids was asked um something like who do you look up to and she said my favorite superhero is super jesus because they like they love my songs they're listening to them yeah. every day and i'm like yeah. they're just <laughs> Super Jesus, it's gonna go viral. So pray for Super Jesus once yeah, we get this animation video out. The uh, the song uh, is in the description under stuff we talked about. 
We yeah. worked it in there Monday. We worked Thank it in there. Thank you. Yeah, and guys, I know probably 90% of you guys listen to the worship genre, but um my song is my songs are rock. They're they're fun and just have a little a sample. I think you'll love it. There's a sample mm-hmm. of Until He Sings that's in the link in this description, my mm-hmm. new song, the new video. And um God wants us to be creative. So mm-hmm. he wants us to not only write worship songs of which I'm starting to write some now, but he wants us to release songs about Jesus, you know, books about Jesus, worship songs, praise songs, songs about Christ, and even subliminal Christian songs that can sneak their way into the secular uh, music industry. And that's a whole separate subject in and of itself that we're working on right now. And I can't talk yeah. too much about it, but. Ooh, top secret. Yeah. Get some <laughs> secular subliminal morality and, and christian messages right. and then when god uh increases your platform uh and you do big interviews one day you 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 will keep the focus on jesus mm-hmm. and you'll preach and you'll see a whole generation exposed to the gospel that would never step inside a church so oh yeah i believe it man i believe god's, god's about to save people like marilyn manson I had a dream last night. I was talking to him. I believe, I believe he's going to come to the Lord. Jeff. He was raised yeah. in church. Yep. And I just, I even just want to prophesy right now. That guy's going to get, he's going to find humility. He's again, he's going to find Jesus and uh, people like Rob Zombie and people that you would never believe are going to get saved or about to get saved. I believe it, Lord, do it. Save our, our generation, Lord. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Monday, why don't you uh, talk a little bit about your book, Ecstatic Christianity? What is that about? Yeah. So if you want a life that's ecstatic, I'm not saying it's going to be, Jesus said we're going to have trials in this world, but don't be afraid. You've I've, I've already overcome yeah. the world. And the way you do that is you yield yourself to the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And this is the most important thing I want you guys to know. You can yield to the Spirit of God and you can stop letting the works of the flesh dictate you. Uh, because if we if we manifest the works of the flesh and we practice those things, the Bible says we're not going to enter the kingdom of God, and that literally talks about that. That's talking about you're not going to go to heaven if you don't uh, manifest the gifts of the Spirit. I mean, sorry, you know, not the gifts of the Spirit, but the fruits of the Spirit. And so this book, Ecstatic Christianity, is all about. Not yielding to the flesh, but yielding to the fruits of the Holy Spirit. That love, that joy, that peace, that patience, that kindness, goodness, faithful, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And Jesus died for you. He bled for you on the cross. But He didn't just die to get lukewarm Christians that make it to heaven by the skin of their teeth or that live on the fence. He wants a passionate bride. He wants laid down lovers. And I talk about how you can get so full of the Holy Ghost that literally you feel like you're going to fall out of your chair. You feel like you're just, you're undone. It's better than any drug. And that's why I chose the word ecstatic because the devil wants to get people hooked on drugs. Mm -hmm. But those are all just counterfeits because he knows that the bliss, the euphoria, the ecstasy, the eternal joy, joy unspeakable, as Paul calls it, full of glory, comes from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. 
Amen. So get that book and be blessed and read it and change your community. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, uh, before we go, though, I want to have you, I would love for you to pray for the people, even if it's 10 years after it, after it aired. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's it. watching this now. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching, I just want you to know Jesus loves you. He's mm -hmm. not giving up on you. And just give him a chance again. And you'll see that he'll heal you from all of your childhood scars. So, Father, I just want to pray. I pray that you would come. Holy Spirit, there you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you are. You just showed up. I could see just people right now just, just lifting up your hand and saying, Holy Spirit, touch me. And God's presence is going to come and break strongholds off you. And I, I see many of you repenting right now and just renouncing sin. I see many of you, you've, you've felt held back because you've been looking at porn. Mm -hmm. and You feel like you can't get free because you can get free. All you got to do is just put it down, friend. Renounce it mm -hmm. and then cut it at the root and command those demons to come out of you. And they're going to leave if you're serious. They will leave and you don't ever have to go back to Egypt. And I just see the glory of God just touching people right now. I see, I see the glory coming in people's homes and cars right now. And the presence of God is so strong that you don't even, you just have to pull over on the side of the road or you just have to stop your day because <laughs> he's just coming with his electric honey cloud of glory and love. And I thank you for that, Lord, right now. I thank you for your power. You said, but you shall receive power mm -hmm. after the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. And so I thank you for that dunamis. I thank you for that power. I thank you for that woman watching that her left ear began to close within the recent like two years. And uh, you don't even know why. Um, your hearing has just gone down, down, down. But God just popped it. Mm -hmm. And it's popping open. And it's opening up right now. I thank you for that other person that's watching that's um, had complications in the heart. Um, a, my, uh, it's like a, a leaky valve, a mitral valve, and God's healing that right now. The palpitations are going to stop. The weakness is going to leave you when you, when you do great exercises and you you are busy around the house, um, because He's closing that that uh, valve. It's not going to leak anymore. There's also someone that's had a doctor tell you, you don't have much time to live because of cancer. Holy Spirit. Go into that body right now. We curse that cancer. We curse that stage yeah. four cancer. We curse that lymphoma. And I command it loose off the people right now. I speak for you, you demons of cancer. Get off the people that are watching right now. You demons of sickness. You demons of pain. I command you to let go of God's people. And just repent from sin if you're watching this right now, because a lot of these things entered because of legal access. I hear the Lord saying legal access. Mm -hmm. These demons came as a result of sin. Jesus told the guy that he healed, go and sin no more because sin was the legal access. And I just hear the Lord saying, if you'll repent, renounce, and uproot these curses, these sins, God's going to come and heal you and deliver you from demons this week, this day, right on this broadcast. And he's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost and you're going to be free. Mm. You're going to be free. Some of you repent right now and even just begin 
to stand up, check your body, and notice that pains are leaving, all kinds of things are happening in your body right now, even incurable diseases. We speak healing to those that have days to live, and I say you will live and not die, and you will declare the works of the Lord in Jesus Christ's name. Because he loves you, friend. That's why he's going to heal you. Because he loves you. You get to tell your whole family now. You get to tell your whole community. You get to tell your doctor about Jesus. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Mm. I feel the power of God so strong. Yeah. Wow. More, Lord, as John Wimber would say, more. We just say more, more, Lord. Mm. More, Holy Spirit. Man. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Wow. More on Jeff, Lord. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Woo! Amen. Monday, dude, thank you so much, man. Oh, um, I love you, bro. It's thank always you. so great. I, I think you're you're great. So. I think you're great. No, you're great. No, you. <laughs> no, I love you, man. No, I love you, man. Um, okay. So how could people follow you on social media? Because you're all you're you're all over the place, bro. Amen. Yeah. Well, just there it is right there, mundymartin.com, M-U-N-D-A-Y, not M-O-N, but M-U-N-D-A-Y, martin.com. And I want to build uh, Instagram right now, so go to instagram.com forward slash mundymartin. And I want to I focus on YouTube. We got to get these music videos out there, guys. They're yeah. funny. Some of you just need some comic relief. Go watch some of my music videos. It is what it isn't. Go watch Hello 80s. Some of these are so strange and bizarre. The Fix is in. Um, so funny. The Fix is in is an allegory about the demonic realm, and I use aliens to be the allegory. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> so when you go watch The Fix is in, um, guys, it's crazy. Like, we, yeah. we filmed it in an arcade, and we had people dress up in blue makeup and look like aliens and the holy spirit told me like he loved that song he was going to use it for his glory and um and in interviews online i've told people like this is a warning to this generation that jesus is coming soon be Mm -hmm. ready because at any given moment he's going to come back and all of these aliens are like demons and they want to pollute and just infiltrate society mm-hmm. and these demons want to kill steal and destroy so yeah but you can go to youtube.com forward slash monday martin and find it there and mm-hmm. i appreciate the appreciate that jeff so absolutely much. yeah and then of course everybody links are in the description too we also have an act we also have his link tree there which i'll have even more stuff than we have posted in there so you can just click that link tree link that'll take you to a, a nice bounty full of links that you can go to and you can check out his content purchase his content all that good stuff so money god bless you brother god bless you man love you guys love the team oh yeah elijah fire oh yeah oh yeah everybody have a blessed weekend have an amazing rest of your friday we salute you um and join us on monday when we've got cindy mcgill she's coming back we had her on before 
She goes to porn convention. She goes to Burning Man, all that stuff. So it's going to be a great, great, great time. Tell her so, we went to Bonnaroo. She'll, yeah, she'll oh, love yeah, that. I'll tell her. I'll tell her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so everybody check it out on Monday. It's going to be a great show, and we'll see you then. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.